Welcome to the VSA Capital Five Minute Morning Miner. It's Wednesday, the 11th of October. Oh, the days are passing fast. Morning, Paul. How are you? No, I'm very well. Thank you. Very well. I'm holding up pretty well with the as busy as LME week is. Uh, I mean, most people don't even know it's going on. It's quite an exclusive little thing, although I am going to a, a, a Wogan drinks at lunchtime today. Uh, Wogan's uh, minor metals, critical metals trader. Very strong in China. Um, we know them very well. Very nice people, it has to be said. So I'm quite looking forward to their drinks. Uh, Wogan stands for Wugen, which is five metals. Uh, been around for a long time. Anyway, enough of that. Uh, this morning, I'll tell you one I, 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 I spotted. It, Jubilee Metals, we often talk about it. You can never get hold of Leon Kurt, so he doesn't really do any marketing. Um, the figures look fine, but I think relative to some of his peer group, he actually looks expensive, bizarrely. But I mean, the stock's off from 20p to 6p. Uh, it is off a bit today. What, what's your take on the numbers, Paul? Yes, that would, uh, just as you say, that would suggest that uh, maybe that is the case with some investors taking a bit of profit here on these uh, numbers. Revenues were just uh, pretty much flat, 142 million sterling uh, here for the full year versus last year. Decrease in copper revenue per ton, though, of 19% over the period uh, and a lower PGM average prices of 22%. So it just indicates that the softness of the metal prices they got on their uh, deliveries uh, were, are reflected in the financial numbers here. They did have record production, though, as a result of across PGMs, chrome, and copper. Uh, so from a performance uh, on operations basis, uh, you wouldn't really expect any better. It's just the status of the markets, I guess, at this point in time. But it also indicates that they're running pretty steadily at this point. So uh, we're looking at cash uh, at the 30th of June, 12.5 million, which is uh, down about 20% or so from a year ago. Yeah, I mean, if you put them in comparison to Camel, Central Asian Metals, that we, we were talking about, obviously, the other day, because of their numbers, you know, it actually looks a hell of a lot more expensive. And, you know, it's in a worse regime, probably, as South Africa. At least Camel's in very safe uh, regimes. Um, so I think that's the other problem. It's all, all a relative game, unfortunately. Anyway, there we go. Uh, let's have a look at other things. Uh, some record production from the blanket mine from uh, Caledonian Mining Pool. Yes, that's right. The quarterly gold production, 21,770 ounces, uh, which is best yet uh, for the blanket mine since Caledonia has owned it. Uh, increase of 3% of ounces on the prior quarter there uh, of uh, such uh, that uh, we're looking on a nine-month period uh, output of 55,000 ounces, and they have uh, uh, otherwise uh, revised their guidance a little bit to be between 75 and 80,000 ounces for the year, and that is actually, I would say, down a little bit from uh, prior expectations. Okay, we also have interesting news out from Endeavor Silver, don't we? They've closed a $120 million loan facility to finance the construction of their Mexican mine. We like Mexico. Yes, that's right. Uh, the uh, uh, development uh, is uh, moving to full force now to get the Terronera mine built because it does mean, the, uh, for all intents and purposes, the ongoing future for Endeavor facility of 120 million in senior secured debt over an eight and a half year loan period with a two-year grace period during construction interest rate at four percent per annum uh, 
plus three and three quarters. Uh, so uh, repayment to uh, maturity on quarterly installments from the fourth quarter of 2025. There are gold hedges as well as foreign exchange hedges in place. It is important to remember Terra Nera's primary production uh, from a revenue basis will be gold, such that it does change endeavor from uh, when it's in production from a primary silver producer to one being a gold producer, uh, along with many of the other uh, uh, co-precious metal players in Mexico. So, and they do have a cost overrun facility in place if they need it of up to $48 million. And don't get confused between Endeavor Silver and Endeavor Mining, uh, who actually did have an update today from their um, project in the Cote d'Ivoire. Very, very different companies, aren't they, Paul? Yes, they sure are. Endeavor Mining, otherwise very much focused on gold and very much focused in uh, Africa. And this uh, result out today uh, is exploration news for their primary project in Cote d'Ivoire. Uh, the, they have seven drill rigs turning out there on the Tanda Iguala uh, project uh, and have drilled to uh, just this year alone 123 kilometers of drilling. Um, most all of that has been on the Asafu uh, main deposit here. And the intent of the work uh, they outline here is to bring uh, most of that mineralization into uh, indicated so that they can start the mine planning around a uh, potential reserve. Now, also, the stock flying this morning is Strategic Minerals. It's a tiny little tiddler, um, but it owns uh, Cornwall Resources in Redmore. And it's announced today that it's doing a tie-up with uh, an Oxford fusion company. Um, look, it, it's fine, actually. We, we've had the same sort of thing from Tungsten West. Uh, Strategic Minerals and, and Redmore has a very interesting tin tungsten. It's, the tin is more interesting, in my view. Uh, exploration project, the only place they can probably process it is at Tungsten West. So it needs Tungsten West to get going um, really before anything could happen there. Um, and fusion energy, I'm afraid, is still 20, 30 years away. So uh, it's the big mover this morning, but um, I, I don't think it, I think it will settle down again afterwards, shall we say, when reality hits the ground. Uh, but there you go, there's that one. Anything else you wanted to mention, Paul? All the uh, drilling results on the six holes from Amarac uh, Minerals. There's a lot of UK investors in Amarac, uh, the Greenland uh, explorer that's uh, trying to uh, redevelop the Nalyanak uh, historic gold mine there in Greenland. Best holes yet uh, in gold since they picked up the property in 2017. Important points are that these this drilling was... Uh, uh, up dip uh, from the historic mineralization or up higher up the side of the mountain and they did uh, hit some grades well over a couple of ounces per ton and they have uh, also hit uh, a mineable width and grade in a hanging wall uh, vein they call the plus 75 vein so that's important because that particular vein wasn't even explored much less uh, otherwise uh, exploited during the historic history. So a lot of upside remains. All right. Uh, very good, Paul. Thank you very much. Let's call it a day there. Uh, I'll leave you to LME week and we'll speak again tomorrow, as they say. We will see you then. This podcast has been produced and edited by VSA Capital. It is intended for information purposes and not as investment advice. The information is intended for recipients who understand the risks associated with equity investments in smaller companies. 
please do your own research and do not rely on a single source when making an investment decision. VSA Capital may derive fees from this content and seeks to do business with the companies mentioned.